Thanksgiving, boys. Oh, what to be thankful for food and colonialism. I, I was going to ask you, in in the dawning of mass murder and mutilation, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful for running water and toilets. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Toilets are great. Adrian? I'm thankful to look at both of you in the metaverse as strippers. Thank you. Not yet, but we're considering it. Yeah. Um, I am thankful... Yes, what do you think? That I have made it 29 years without something falling from the sky and killing me. Randomly? Randomly. Yeah. Just completely just talk bad, about the lottery of death. Bad RNG. Yeah. Bad RNG. Before this episode, me and Hunter saw a post that yeah. a Texas man died uh, while he was trying to do a trick TikTok trend on top of a semi, <laughs> and it ran into a bridge. And of oh, course he was on top. Oh my God. Done. Well, I just I just heard someone got fucking impaled by an umbrella on a beach. Oh yeah. And then you hear all these stories, they're launching so many fucking ships up in space right now. There's parts falling in people's backyards. Yeah. I, all I could think of right now is- You basically hit the lotto if one of those things fall in your yard. And you if, don't you don't, if you don't report it, and you just sell it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, you have to be smart about it. It was like that person, I just saw a, a post, some dude found like, a $1.3 million paycheck for like the Haribo gummy bears. Yeah. And he got, he returned it to him and got one packet of gummy bears. What's up with that? You're a billion dollar company and you send him a couple gummy bears? Yeah, I'd be like, just keep it. Fucking dude. cocksuckers. You should have kept the goddamn check. Yeah, but if you would have, if you would have cashed cash it, yeah, he'd got in trouble. But they give him, they don't give him anything. Like, give him a hundred grand of it. What is a hundred grand to you? Or even 10 grand. Yeah. Hey, you can give me 50 bucks and I'd be happy. Yeah. Be like, ah, oh, fifty better than those there. fucking gummy devil bears. You know, gummy yeah, bears. Honestly, the, the sugar free. That's what I was gonna say. It almost looked like they gave him the sugar free ones. Oh, Do you know words. about the sugar free? No. Oh, you my haven't read God. the Amazon review? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, hold on. I don't fuck. With Welcome sugar-free. back, Purgatorius. Stuck okay. in this purgatory. My name is Chase. Adrian over here is looking up the Amazon review that we are gonna tell you live on the podcast. Also joining me is Hunter. Uh, apparently, sugar free uh, gummy bears. Man. You ready? <laughs> this yeah. is fucking hilarious. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. This is from a gentleman named Luke. It's titled, See You in Hell. Haribo. 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 Jesus Christ. Just, just roll with it. <laughs> See you in hell, Haribo. Sugar-free gummy bears. It was my last... It was my last class of the semester, and the final exam was worth 30% of our grade. After a late night study session, I felt confident, but I had to decide between sleeping in or cooking breakfast. My eyelids chose sleep. My stomach later regretted that decision, and after several uncomfortable stomach growls, I finally decided to make a quick stop by the campus bookstore and grab a snack before my test. Since the semester was ending and everyone was going home for the summer, a lot of the items were on sale including the snacks and the candy that they c- 
kept up front. Being in the hungry state that I was in, I felt only logical to pick the largest yet least expensive candy in order to get more bang for my buck. And there they sat, two bags of Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. Buy one, get one free. What a deal! I thought naively. I would eat one bag before my test and one bag afterwards. As I walked to class, I gleefully, gleefully chewed on those abominable little bastards, unaware of the utter mayhem that they would soon unleash upon my poor, poor anus. What? <laughs> I sat down at the desk as the professor informed us that due to issues with cheating in the past, restroom breaks would be prohibited oh. until the completion of the exam. I'd give you 10 minutes to use the restroom now. This will be your last chance. Any takers? The demon bears hadn't released their unholy necromancy upon my stomach yet. So in my moment of ignorant foolishness, I remained seated. Still munching on those miniature bear-shaped bombs. <laughs> After the students wise enough to take the professor's offer had returned, the professor handed out the test. I was six questions in when it happened. <laughs> it started subtly. At first, almost like a slight tingly sensation in my lower abdomen. I thought nothing of it, assuming my intestines were just doing their thing. Little did I know that my intestines were trying desperately to warn me of the horror that was on the horizon. By question nine, it happened again, but this time it was followed by a sharp pain, as if those infernal hellions had orchestrated an attack upon my colon. I fought to contain the groan that tried to escape my lips. It was at this point I began to panic. Something was going horribly long, and it needed to get through the test before it got any worse. By question 14, my worst fear was upon me. The Satan bears, burning hot, liquidy, dark magic, crashed against my anal specter like a tidal wave. I was able to close the hatch just in time, <laughs> but those relentless toxic bears beat against it like orcs, breaking down the doors of Helm's Deep. I knew I wouldn't be able to so much as shift in my seat without risking a breach. <laughs> I kept fighting through my exam, clenching my cheeks with all my might. Beads of sweat began rolling down my neck. Suddenly, a loud, gurgling war cry came from my belly, and the entire class lifted their heads. At this point, nothing mattered except expelling the ungodly presence from my bowels with 15 questions left. I promptly wrote C for every answer <laughs> and ran out of the classroom. My professor yelled something, but I was too preoccupied with the volcanic eruption that needed to take place before I could find sweet, sweet relief. <laughs> I burst into the restroom like the Kool-Aid man, and behold, the handicapped stall was empty. Sun rays from the adjacent window shone upon as if it were a gift from God himself. It took me less than 0.5 seconds to undo my belt buckle, pull down my pants, and finally relax my wary buttocks upon the toilet seat. It took absolutely no effort to expel this demon. 
Almost immediately, the floodgates of hell were opened and the damn liquefied souls of an entire bag's worth of gummy bears cried as they burned through my specter and into the watery abyss below. I had never felt such simultaneous relief and anguish in my life. After 30 more minutes of this, I immediately went home, dug a hole in my backyard, and burned the remaining bag of gummy bears. I leave with this. Do not, I repeat, do not eat these spawns of Satan. Not only did they cause me to fail my final test, but the anguish I experienced is something I wouldn't wish upon anyone, not even my worst enemy. The only place these godforsaken hellbears belong are buried deep below in the Earth's surface. <laughs> this is a legit article. This dude I, fucking wrote. I'm looking it at it. It was a masterpiece. I literally. It is on Amazon right now. Yeah. I will never ever eat sugar-free gummy bears. We're, Adrian now. and I are on like a hunt to find them because I'm I'm curious. You want to try? <laughs> you want to you want to step into hell for I'm a second? I might buy them for Chase. One of these days, I'm gonna eat a whole bag. Well, can't of sugar you just free. order it from Amazon? Right there, Adrian. Oh yeah, I could. Yeah, there you go. Uh oh. <laughs> My future is bleak. <laughs> wow, that was that was twisted. Right? What a good intro though for what we're about to talk out talk about because we got a wild story for you. Oh my god. So there's a reason why we brought this up on Thanksgiving. It's about murder. Murder. Murder and food. Murder and food. It's just two great combos. So yeah. we ready we ready to start this off, yeah, boys? Oh, I'm ready. You ready? Ready? A one, a one, a one, two, three. Do you know the Muffin Man, Muffin Man, Muffin Man? Do you know the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Lane? Yes, I know the Muffin Man, Muffin Man, Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Lane. We all know the Muffin Man. If you couldn't guess, we're talking about the Muffin Man. And if you couldn't guess, apparently he's a real life murderer. Did you not know this, people? Is this a new is news it, to you? Is this fucking news to me? First episode on real crime. Yeah, you fuckers got what you wished for. I got what I fucking wished for. We mm. I mean, I could put it any way I want, to be honest. That's fair. Well, you guys gave me so many episodes. I bow down. Here we go. Here. Bow down, you little slave. <laughs> yeah. Work for me, master. <laughs> Eat these sugar-free bears. Yes, master. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, boys. Imagine this. For a moment, that I'm a uh, average-looking middle-aged man in the 1800s. Okay. Okay. Picturing it, Adrian. I'm I'm 100% picturing. This. Okay. And I'm offering free muffins to all the boys and girls. A saint, you would call me, yes? Uh, I yeah, mean, maybe. I mean, in in our 2020 brains right now, it it sounds like a fucking rapist. That's Working yeah. out of van. But real, real question is: Is it sugar free, and is it going to make my asshole explode? <laughs> no, no. These are these are handmade. Okay, these are quality. The same. Yeah. These are blueberry muffins. Yeah, eighteen hundreds. All right. I'm, everyone's poor, but okay. I'm giving out free muffins to all okay. the boys and girls. A saint. Okay. Well, you'd be wrong, because I have murdered fifteen children and seven pastry chefs and fed their souls to Cthulhu. Okay, <laughs> I added that last part, but I'm a real live serial killer called the Muffin Man. So. Interesting. Why did we sing and uh, begin this episode with a song? Was the childhood song and game meant to warn the masses of the infamous Drury Lane Dicer? That's another nickname for him. The Drury Lane Dicer. Drury Lane Dicer. Oh. You know, 
Or, but he's a he's a baker. He's a pastry chef. Why is he slicing people up? Yeah, he's you still slicing have knives. bread. Yeah, you still have knives in a, in a pastry right shop right now. Or was this all fake news fed to us by the lizard people of DIA to cover up their need for innocent flesh? Yes. Yes. Amen. <laughs> it's always yes to that. Always yes. Let's dive in. Are we going to get banned on TikTok again for this? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we did get banned on TikTok, didn't we? Let's dive in to the mystery of the Muffin Man serial killer. Supposedly, uh, it wasn't the 1800s. It was more the 1500s. This is where I couldn't find conclusive data. 15, 1800s. But there was, a, there was a man by the name of Frederick Thomas Lindwood, also known as the Muffin Man or the Drury Lane Dicer, was England's first documented serial killer. Fucking, what's his name? The Rip, the Ripper? Reaper? Uh, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper again got nothing on the Muffin Man. This was the first serial killer documented. Okay. He was accused of killing up to 15 children and seven pastry chefs between 1589 and 1598. Sorry, so 1800s, I, I fucked that up. <laughs> you were off a, a I was off a couple years. hundred yeah. hundred years. Same fucking difference, right? All right. Uh, back then, 100 years was quite a development. <laughs> Probably quite a development. <laughs> that's a whole generation. That, that's, that's a like whole three. Two. That's like three generations. Yeah, lovely, right? The nickname is actually a reference to how Fred committed the murders. By local folklore, it is said that he would tie a muffin to a string, and as a child tried to get it, he'd pull the string, eventually luring the child into his house. <laughs> what the fuck? And giving him ample time to knock the child out with a wooden spoon. You ever, you ever, parents ever hit you with a wooden spoon? No, is this yes. the witch from Hansel and Gretel? I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> wooden spoon is a great weapon. However, people often question whether these children actually died from being beaten with said spoon or from the muffin man's having killed them some other way. I, I, I just want to point out <laughs> that uh, he's from Yorkshire, England. And, uh, Yorkshire. Oh, oh, Oscar's taught us. Oh. I was just about to call out Oscar too. Yeah. Why? Why do you guys have the most fucked up serial killers? Muffin Man's now. I know. Oscar, speak for yourself, man. Why is Yorkshire such a fucked up place? Okay. So you guys want to hear some more uh, fun facts about the childhood of? Uh, I want to know what's up with the hat. I mean, he's literally wearing wearing a baking pan for a hat. <laughs> well, that's how they found him. That's how they arrested him. You know? Oh, is he like fucking, uh, what's the, the dude from Silent Hill or whatever the fuck? Oh, Pyramid Head? Yes. Yes. Great, great, great villain. Great villain. He's in He's in Dead by Daylight, too, now. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It's terrifying. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about his childhood, Mr. Old Fred. Fred was born to Jebediah and Lauren Lidwood of Drury Lane. Jeb, a local baker at the Utility Muffin Research Kitchen, would often abuse Fred with an iron spatula. Are we, is this some secret government agency full of SCPs now? Hey, Yorkshire, we don't know. (laughs) Oscar would know, but we don't know. And at one point, according to his diary, Fred was raped in a traumatic and life-changing situation involving a pastry bag, butter, and most importantly, a muffin. So this is how he got his uh, obsession with muffins. And how he used them as his tool of death. How do you get fucked by muffins <laughs> in a pastry bag and butter? Just the, use your the imagination. Butter, the, use the your butter imagination. Pastry bag. That mat. Hey, you butter up that pastry bag and you shove that shit. I, that makes sense. Yep. The muffin? They just fall apart. What if the muffin was the gag? Ooh, a big old dry fifteen hundred. And muffin. you can't get oh. it out. You're like oh. hard as a rock. Hard as like that Russian rock? bread that yeah. breaks bricks. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Just imagine how traumatizing this would be. Okay, Could you guys, being be a Russian? serious. <laughs> guys, this man was raped. Okay, imagine being Russian, right? Okay, trying to get back on track here, which is why he had gotten after his father and finished his business. 
broken, ashamed, and confused. Was that creamy business? Mm. <laughs> was it buttered? Was it creme brulee? Mm. Broken, ashamed, and confused, the muffin would later be what symbolized what he would later do in his adult life. Hey, let, let's just give it to him. He did what his dad did. You know, he's taking over the family tradition. Yeah. The creme brulee makes sense because he's really into vanilla beans. <laughs> Dad <laughs> yeah. jokes are bad. Guys, bitches. why are we not? This is very serious. Back we have a serial killer than ever. No, we have a serial killer and a raping. All right, get guys mature up. All right. See, this is why we haven't done real true crime yet. Yeah, yeah. we're too immature for this. True, true. All right, let's move on to his adulthood. So we start uh, our our lovely serial killer's adulthood at the age of twenty, when he changed his name to Bob for just a short period, where he sold apples out of a barrel on street corners. Hence the expression "bobbing for apples." Did you know that fun fact? I'm pretty sure that's fake news, but we'll we'll roll with it. Okay. He would then revert his skills his father taught him in baking in his later adult life. Fred was never a popular baker. People often complained that there was too much cyanide in their Bismarcks. <laughs> or their baklava contained too many shards of glass. You know, not, not great baking skills. Eventually, his bakery would go out of business. Though, he would still sell a few pastries to daring teenagers in his hilltop house. I guess this man was, uh, was an exploratory baker. This is why it's called bobbing for apples. It originated in Europe hundreds of years ago. Then it had to do with romance and all things. You see, the game was part of a courting ritual and was a popular way to bring young lovers together and help them determine if they were soulmates or not. Just think, that, that that's how you would get a wife. <coughs> I could bob this apple for you. Hey, bitch, you want an apple? Wink, wink. <laughs> Here, Here's the apple that I bit halfway into. Yeah. You want to eat it now? Do you like worms in your apples? Have you guys ever, I got a worm for you. Have you ever had an apple out of a like a water gallon? Yeah, have you ever tried? It's fucking hard. It's a difficult fuck. It's not easy. It's, it's more like uh, they came up with it to waterboard people. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pretty I'm much. just saying, have you ever ate an apple from there? No. Is it weird? Like, does it get mushy? Are you asking because you don't know? Yes. Oh, I don't fucking know. It wouldn't get mushy. It wouldn't get mushy, no. I mean, yeah, if you left it it's in there apple. for weeks. But yeah, apples are pretty non-porous. Yeah. It's got a hard shell. Yeah, it's hard. You, you should know. You fucking eat apples at work every day, and you're I over here like. <laughs> I, I don't go. I don't go. Hey, here's here's some apples. Let me put them in water. Let let them soak there. Do you not wash your apples? I do wash my apple, but I don't let it sit in a fucking barrel and let they it. They don't soak. just let it sit. Okay, we're moving on. Halloween's past. We're on Thanksgiving, yes. guys. We're on Thanksgiving. Let's get back to Fred. All right. Fuck you. Let's get back to Fred. How long do you think those fucking apples Fuck. are sitting in that yeah. barrel? How long do you think you think? Oh, just one minute. Let's swap no. out the apples for like now. An, hour. an hour? I hate you. How are they doing? Make Fuck money? You. All right, go test it, Adrian. If you're so concerned, go go test it. I will let it sit in there for probably three weeks because that's probably how long they had the festival. I want you, here's what scientific experiment right now. Okay. Here we I, go. I you're gonna videotape this and you're gonna put it on TikTok because you made such a fucking big deal about apples and water. You're going to set up three containers. You can buy three apples. They have to be the same brand of apples. No, if no, it's they a, have to be no, red. No, 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 no. If it's, no. A, if it's a scientific study for the podcast, we all have to chip in and buy it together. Oh, okay, I'll buy you okay, a fucking 20 cent apple. apple. Jesus yeah. Christ. Gotcha, baby. Cheap ass. So three, three red delicious apples, right? Because that's probably that's the most popular apple. Yep. You're going to put it in a container. You have three separate containers. You're going to put one in for, we'll, we'll say, three hours, right? And 
Actually, you know, we need to buy four because there has to be a control apple. Okay. Or. No. Listen to me first before you talk, bitch. <laughs> There's one control apple. There's going to be one that's in the water for three hours. You're going to test it. You're going to leave one in for a whole day, and then you're going to leave one in for a whole week, and you're going to tell me how it is. I bet the weak one gets mealy because that's what apples do in yeah. general. Yeah, maybe it gets a little a little soft on the edges. You're just looking it up because you don't want to do it. Absolutely. Okay, okay. It shrinks. Boys, how does that make sense? Boys, listen here now, okay? Let's get back to Fred. The so Muffin fr- Man? The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. So, fr- so the Muffin Man had an unfortunate uh, onset of dementia pretty early in his life, okay? This is sad. But he would set up shop again with his new condition. Though this time he would encounter more anger from the general public for his new pastries. Let me give you a couple examples of his pastries, okay? One, the glazed pagan. The glazed pagan? Two, (laughs) arsenic apple crisp. Three, the flaming fryer. Those are just examples of some of his delusional recipes. Okay. However, he was able to stay in business with these pastries until his death several years later. And remember, these guys don't live very long. He's in the 30s, maybe, if that. Okay. Let's get into the murders. Okay. I don't know. It says this motherfucker's almost 50 years old. Well, he didn't live very long. Live long enough to see himself through dementia. Live long and prosper yep. in children's bottles. Mm-hmm. The murders. Children would often frequent Fred's shop, and he would be driven crazy because of it. Kids chock full of sugar and steroids in the pastries he made ran around his shop for hours on end until they needed to go to bed. A fun fact, you didn't know back then there were steroids in the pastries. Because, you know, science back then was non-existence. I mean, there's coke and cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Getting a little bit of that trend cycle in. Yeah. You guys totally blew past the fact I said coke and cocaine. <laughs> coke and cocaine. Coca leaf. Fuck you. Fuck Coca leaf. Did you know that there... Fun fact. Fun KFA fact. fun fact. KFA. There is only two people in the world that know the uh, recipe for Coke. Like Coca-Cola. Like, oh, the, the and, soda pop? Yep. And uh, they're not allowed to go on the same airplane together. What happens if they both die? They pass it on to another two. Hmm. But there has to be only two. I was going to say, so when the, technically there'd be four if they passed each passed on. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what? Math. No, let, let Mm-hmm. Oh, if they, two people know a recipe and they, they pass away, they that person who passed away has to let two people know. Oh no, no. Then it'd ultimately be four, and then eight, and then sixteen. And no, next, it's actually thirty-six. The next 32. thing you know, fucking millions of people know. Millions and that, billions. You know, billions with a I'm B. I'm sure there's a recipe on fucking Pinterest. There's no. It's really not that recipe. good. I don't understand it. If it had cocaine like it used to, then we're talking business. But I can make that happen. So. The good old Muffin Man uh, hated children, and he needed to stop the flow of children, so his only choice was murder. In the fashion described in several paragraphs above, as I had just stated, however, as stated, knocking out a child with a spoon does not equate to murders in most people's minds. The children were still scared shitless and didn't frequent his shop anymore. I'm guessing all these children he murdered, he probably poisoned with uh, said arsenic asshole crisp. Arsenic asshole crisp. Hey, you know what? The flaming fryer, it totally makes sense that there'd be an arsenic yep. asshole crisp. Yep, yep. And the glazed pagan, who knows yes. what's in there? Um, my guess is probably a Wiccan orgy. Yep, yep. 
So maybe the spoon did kill him. Some, some, some of the kids, some of the weaker kids, you know, like the like the Joe Biden's children, you know, they probably died pretty quick. You know, if you get them quick enough, their skull's still pretty soft. Yeah. But some of the more developed children, the tougher ones. Just like the apple after three days. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think they, uh, he probably poisoned them. Maybe he was like, uh, uh, what's that uh, butcher place, that guy? Um, Sweeney Todd. Maybe he cooked them into a pastry. Oh, oh meat pies? Yeah, Ugh. meat pies. Um, mm. You know, if you're Ugh. a baker, you have tools at your disposal, so why the yeah. fuck is he poisoning them? How is he know. getting the poison? He's having a good time, all right? He's dementia. He's he's not feeling He probably so good. has a rat problem because of all these dead bodies. Maybe now that's he has how to go get disease. arsenic yep, to kill the rats off, but uh, he's actually using it. It is London. It's all fog, foggy old London town. Hey, Black Plague. Oscar. You know what? I retract all state above statements. He could probably slightly tap a child, a British child, on the head with a spoon because they're all brittle. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about here? The spoon was enough. Oscar. Why are we even debating this? Oscar, I'm so sorry. Please continue to listen to us. <laughs> they're all weak. And Hunter brittle. doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so there's another there's another thing I had said earlier about murders of the uh, local chefs. So he was jealous of these other pastry chefs, and he distanced himself from them. He, supposedly, there was a few of them that were murdered, and and there was there was some details he, here. Do you want to hear how they died? He distanced himself like in a good way. Yeah, he, quote unquote murder, murder. Okay, you want to hear? Murder. You want to hear how some of them died? Chef yes. Randall, yes, yes. Uh, he drowned him in brownie batter. Shocking. <laughs> Chef William, well, he 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 brain beat him to death with a spoon. Brain beaten. He's like beating the brain, you know, like uh, an egg. You think that's crazy, oh, Chef Carver? Too much, bam, with a matchlock. I don't know what that is, but I'm just reading from the script. Let's look at that. What is a matchlock? <laughs> yeah. What's Give too me. much? What's too much of match of matchlock? I've heard of a matchlock before. Matchlock. What the fuck is this? A matchlock or firelock is a historical type of firearm, wherein uh, the gunpowder is ignited by a burning piece of rope. So the original. Yeah, too much, too much bam. So too much powder. Yeah, he fucking bammed him in the face. All right, well, rest in peace, George, uh, Chef Carver. Okay, Chef George, he was flattened with a rolling pin. You know the pins they use to roll the dough? He this is sounding like it's straight out of a Rick and Morty show. Well, he's, he's they're brittle, so they just flattened him real easily. Did you know? It's like a homemade tortilla. Did you know <laughs> that uh, one of the witches in Salem was literally killed by... Um, being pressed to death is what they called Ooh. it. They would lay they would lay them on a board and put a board on top of them and then slowly start to stack rocks until they Ugh. would be literally oh, yeah. squished to death. That, that's that's a, a horrible way to go. Very known uh, way to... Torture? No, not torture. Kill. Execution. Kill. Yeah, execution. Why the nice. fuck did people hate witches so much? Why were they the problem? Okay, let me go on this little spill real quick. Oh, <laughs> we started yeah. something we didn't need no, to. No, no, now I'm curious. The, <laughs> we, Jason and I listened... To the Salem Witch Trials on a podcast. And what a load of shit. It was basically a bunch of people that were bored with their fucking lives. Yeah. That just wanted to make excuses because their life was shitty. And they were like, witch. witch. She's a witch. Not only that, there was the afflicted. And there were just a bunch of girls that were basically causing everybody to die. Because anytime that the, the accused witch would say a lie, supposedly, they would shriek in terror. And th- that was the way that people would be like, oh, yeah, they're actually afflicted by spiritual warfare. Huh. Jesus fucking Christ. joke. It totally ruined. I, it was a good series, but, man, it ruined my entire impression of the Salem Witch Dials. You thought it was a little bit more, like. Way cooler. Way cooler. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. wow, this sucks. 
Well, that might be the naked witches running ran around. I was like hoping for like maybe they saw them sacrifice a pig or something. Then yeah. there was some weird shit that happened in the town. No, they were just no. It was a total witch hunt. That's where the term witch hunt came from because yeah. it's totally dumb. All right, let's get back to our uh, muffin man here. Got a couple more chefs here. He killed uh, Chef David was cooked to a golden brown. Crispy. He was the meat pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chef Aaron, A.A. Ron, was shaked and baked, baby. Shake and bake, baby. Can't be any first or last. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how shake and bake is a death death sentence, but all right. Adrian, do you have something? No. Nope. <laughs> Just keep going. I was ready to throw some more Talladega night stuff in there. Good one. Coming to you like a spider monkey. <laughs> I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Dear uh, sweet baby Jesus, uh, Chef Adam was killed with a mortar after tripping over a pestle. This dude has some very large equipment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was Life size, well, like he, human-sized rolling pin. He was, doing, he was remodeling his shop. Uh, you know, he was he was improving. He 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 was he was doing I, all right. I would thoroughly expect this man to just be pumping out the fucking pastry goods with the the size of equipment that he has. Dude, those muffins were probably massive. Fucking massive. Fucking massive. Okay, let's talk about his incarceration, as all good serial killers need to be incarcerated. Fred was eventually caught after sneaking suspicion of foul play by the British police after the death of Chef Adam. And to recap, Chef Adam was killed with a mortar after tripping over he a He was pestle. the seventh death. Yes. He was arrested after a high-speed carriage chase as a result of what Don't laugh. As a result of one of his wheels breaking after running over a small stone in the dirt road. Did they just cite Shrek? <laughs> I told you this is super serious. People are dying. By order of the king, he was given a slightly painful slap on the wrist, and then he was set free, only to be pummeled by an angry mob several minutes later. Fitting. Fitting for the time. Fitting for the time. Richard Ramirez. Let's talk about his death. Several years after the pummeling, Fred would be eating at his dinner. He didn't die from the pummeling, just so you guys know. He'd be eating his dinner when he decided to smash a cockroach with his fork only to hit his hand, causing him to scream and choke on a dumpling. A neighbor attempted to resuscitate him using leeches, but it was too late. He was already dead for several hours. His mother had held a funeral service for him two days later. This man, despite of everything, died by choking on a dumpling. And not only just a dumpling, a British dumpling. Where the fuck do you find this shit? (laughs) Hey, man. This is the world we live in. This is where the muffin man. You just didn't know about it. Just because you're ignorant to it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Uh, okay. Okay. Postmortem. <laughs> Let's talk about after his death. Fred was buried face down in a log under a former British church. Why? I don't know. Which, in 1987, was tore down to make way for a McDonald's. Okay. The McDonald's would later go out of business after an incident involving an Egg McMuffin. The friend <laughs> stop laughing. This is serious. The franchise would be replaced by a department store, which would be mysteriously burnt down after the construction of a cookie shop. Currently, the area where Fred is buried has returned to an undeveloped lot, but it's expected to be the site of a stadium for the 2014 World Cup, should the UK be able to host it. However, Rumor has it he has risen again as a zombie. He has created a terrorist organization known as the GBM, which he will use to seek his revenge. Okay? Okay, you with me? 
Are you with me? I'm with you, baby. Okay. I okay. am 100% in this. Listeners, are you with me? Are you with me? How is this not a movie? <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. <laughs> okay, let's let's go into the song, all right? Because the song is the meat and butters, because this is where we were warned, all right? Do you know the Muffin Man was used as a warning to small children of the presence of the killer during his life of crime and to help identify his mortis operandi so that children could report him to the authorities? Here's a version of the song annotated in order to help you interpret the lyrics in the way originally intended by concerned parents centuries ago. Note, the interpretation was based on the theories of Dr. Isaac Linwood, Fred's great-grand-nephew by marriage, rather than actual letters between parents detailing the interpretation of the song. It is generally accepted to be the actual meaning of the song. So here's the original line. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. You will die! He will eat your spleen with his tendon! With his tendon? Which, which tendon? He has lots of tendons. That's for you to decide. <laughs> okay. okay, that's the actual interpretation. Okay, first two. He lives on Drury Lane. Run away, children! Run away from the pain! That is the actual interpretation, if we read between the lines. Okay. okay. So you want to... You want to you wanna... <laughs> you hear some trivia? Just hear trivia. Okay. Let's conclude the, the, the legendary story of the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man was the subject of the movie Drury Lane, Di- Drury Lane Dicer featuring Tom Cruise as Fred Linwood. Is this a really a thing? This is so real. Wait, this next one will really get you because you referenced Shrek. Here you go. He was referenced once and visited once. He was referenced once and visited once in the Shrek trilogy. Though there's no evidence he had a French accent, nor is there evidence that he had mental capacity to create a giant gingerbread man. I don't know. With all the equipment he had, he was pretty well equipped. He was pretty well equipped. The gingerbread man's reference to the Muffin Man is a reference to imaginary friend Linwood had as a child, though it was not a gingerbread man, but rather a gumdrop button. You know, in the the scene where yes, the 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 cookie the yeah. No, not my gumdrop buttons. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, here's another one. It is likely that Reek the Talking Muffin is a direct descendant of the Muffin Man, a menage a trois, including a vodka, a spoon, and a blueberry muffin. Fun fact. Frank Zappa, here's another one, once used Jeb Linwood's kitchen as a recording studio. Several years later, he would die of prostate cancer. Uh, that's from other reasons, but okay. Starbucks. This is a big one. This <laughs> oh is a big one. God. Starbucks plans to release the glazed pagan pastry in honor of the Muffin Man because they do not like Christian or, you know, they hate religion, but they they love pagans. Okay. The Muffin Man had several kids, though he retained custody of none of them after the divorce from his wife, Chippy, <laughs> the neighbor's goat. Can you believe... <laughs> What they used to do in the 1500s. Shocking. Okay, here's, here's well, two more. It's, it's two more! Like, it's just like, uh, I just watched the one of the original episodes of South Park the other day, and it was uh, Snuggle Butt or whatever. Not Snuggle Butt. Yeah. Um, whatever they named Cartman's pig. Yeah, yeah. And Garrison fucked the pig and had Garrison pig babies. <laughs> yeah, see? Ugh. Same thing. Pig fuckers. Okay. <laughs> two more. Two more fun facts. Jack the Ripper was suspected of being a pastry chef. So maybe the Muffin Man was actually Jack the Ripper. Is it same timeline, though? Could be. I don't know. Lastly, <laughs> Frederick Linwood, for one, cares less for cupcakes. 
Oh, that's a sad day. Well, did you know that the muffin in old English time when he was around was not actually a sweet, tasty muffin treat? Was it pretty gross? It was a loaf of bread. Oh. Oh. That makes sense. Yes. So he would go around and deliver bread to all the unwieldy children of London. Does Yorkshire. Does the name Oscar Wilde ring a bell to anyone? Does that? I think he's some famous person. No, but this guy really fucking hates Tom Cruise. Really hates Tom Cruise. Because there's no such movie. No. Um, Defacing Starbucks like that, I'm okay with that. Yeah, fuck Starbucks. Take that capitalism down. Yeah. And, um, wow. What do you guys think? Did you know the Muffin Man? Did you know what his his, his crimes and travesties? Apparently, I, I need to know now to stay away from the Muffin Man. You really do. Do you think he haunts? Oscar Wilde was a poet. Okay. I, I totally thought you were going to say a porn star. Well, he had this to say about the Muffin Is Man. He, is there a porn star, Oscar Wilde? No. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Well, up. he had this to say. <laughs> listen here, boys. He had this to say about the Muffin Man. His muffins, quote unquote, his muffins suck. His pastries suck. He sucks. End quote. I can't believe this guy actually murdered people. Yeah. Seven people died to this guy who has dementia. <laughs> By um, feeding them arsenic. Yeah, I mean, it's a great way to kill them. <laughs> that, that's what they get. That's why you don't try new food, people. If you see that combo that looks really good, don't do it. It's like the McDonald's steak and eggs. Don't do it. Did you see that? They're doing steak and eggs? Yes. What? <clears throat> okay, what? fact check. McDonald's have started selling steak and eggs for their breakfast. And it, for a measly. For a measly. Five dollars. Five dollars. Oh, that's scary. And a gentleman, luckily for us. Already tested it out. Tested it out. You're and, in America? Uh, yes. Oh. And uh, his next result was walking into the bathroom and uh, shitting his brains out while also puking, oh. having an ambulance called. And they referenced it to Mr. Krabs eating the the, the nasty <laughs> burger that had was oh. left on the ground, and he wouldn't he wouldn't get rid of it, and he he went on the ambulance bed too. There's wow. literally a picture of this guy in the bathroom dying, hunched over. I kind of wanted to try it. Steak and eggs, McDonald's. Down, down. So, Adrian, what do you think about uh, the old Muffin Man? You know. Anyone that's able to kill men and children are just different kind of psychopath. Yep. yep. What do you think, Chase? Think Chase. Um I am I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that. Would you be would you be surprised if I were to tell you that this was all fake? Absolutely not. One hundred percent. You wouldn't be surprised. No. What? I didn't convince you. Oh my what? God. I know. No. Oh my. I was shocked. No way. I was shocked. Oh I was shocked. Oh my God. I, I am was so actually sorry, shocked. listeners. I was so shocked. <laughs> I am so sorry for this. Did we just wasted Chase, an hour what? of your time. No, you, no. You thought it was fake? You really? I guess Chase with the. I hate all, I you all so much. He knew all along. Okay, listen here. So here's here's oh an interesting God, thing. Oh my God! I can't believe my. <laughs> here's the interesting thing about about the article and stuff I just read and how it seemed legit until you know. The pagan arsenic butthole thing. Right. Pastry. <laughs> <laughs> it all seemed pretty legit except for a couple couple of glaring facts. But one glaring fact is that supposedly he was born in the fifteen hundreds and, and the picture of the man in in the in the article, um, they definitely didn't have cameras in the fifteen hundreds. And that's a very <laughs> that's a very nineteen hundreds looking picture. <laughs> Don't think they even had pastry hats like that. Two, 
um, the first uh, a passage recorded in Cambridge's World of History of Food confirmed that the households during the Victorian period, which spanned between the 1837 and 1901, not during Linwood's alleged reign of terror, would often have fresh books delivered or fresh foods delivered door to door by a quote unquote muffin man. So time periods are off here. Also, the book The Singing Game by Opie and Opie, The Muffin Man was first recorded in British manuscript in 1820. So we can probably conclude that this is not real. <coughs> we, now, were very, we were very upset with this. We, Adrian was deep in research, and he sends us this awesome article that was like, do you really know The Muffin Man of Drury Lane? The murderer of Drury Lane? It sounded so real. We were like, this is tits. Yeah. And then it was faked. It was totally faked. I'm so bummed by this. But here's an interesting. Here's another interesting thing that this whole Jack Ripper thing. You could tell how they they put things together. Here's another verb from another article. Another version of the the song substitutes Drury Lane with Dorset Lane, an area of East London. Dorset Lane was once reputed as the worst street in London, marking the 1888 murder site of Mary Jane Keller, the youngest of the Jack the Ripper victims. So interestingly enough. There could be some truth to some of the stuff I read. It's like the Ring Around the Rosies. Oh, all those songs are oh my God. to warn children of like legit shit. Yeah. Uh, we watched this one TikTok video, and it was literally a girl waking up from a slumber, and she starts walking around with a bat, and uh, <clears throat> her mom said that her mom has never taught her the Ring Around the Rosie uh, song, and she just started blurting it out like a two-year-old. She's possessed. Yeah. So we were very bummed to hear this article wasn't real. So we made a group decision to have a little fun. I'm sure you were entertained because that was hilarious even to read that. <laughs> so I know you're entertained at least. But now you Are can go you tell your coworkers. Attack? Yeah, you can go tell your coworkers about the Muffin Man, and they can go find out on their own. Exactly. That you can fuck around and find out. Yeah. Just tell them the Muffin Man was real, and then they'll go down the rabbit hole just like we did. Yes. Hey, fuck around and find the fuck out. That's gonna on. be my motto for 2023. Mm-hmm. Stuck. In this purgatory. Well, in the show right now. <laughs> that was beautiful. Where it can be found at. Yeah, yeah where? It's, where it's already over. It? It's already over. Yeah, it's it's it's. So evil scale rating. What would you give him? <laughs> <laughs> That's our new thing. Okay, we do need to do that for any serial killer episode. On this this fake website, guys, they give him an evil scale rating. We have to do a scale rating for them as well. I'd give him a two. He's a dumbass and a cook. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what would you give him? Uh, I would give him a uh, imaginary number. Oh, imaginary number. Yeah, he gets an eye. What? And, He's what, a and three why four? Um, incredibly unbelievable. Okay, okay. I'd give him a seven for his his wonderful use of the wooden spoon and for um, the shaking and bacon killing, as well as my uh, my personal favorite of um, uh, haunting a McDonald's and the incident with the egg McMuffin. <laughs> so he gets a seven on the evil scale. Oh, he just—he's levitated into even better and haunting the steak and eggs. Oh, is he the cause of the, the irreputable butthole damage? Should we be singing that song before we go to McDonald's from now on? Yes. Do you know the muffin man? Just wait till he gets a hold of the buffalo sauce. You're fucked. Yeah, I know. Fuck McDonald's. They—they're making you pay for additional sauces now. Really? Yeah. I say I haven't gone. I honestly, I fucking hate that place. Unless we go hunting and I get the, you know, the, the, the they don't even do early morning fucking. You can't get an sausage egg McMuffin. Anymore. It used to be twenty four. We it's have so to, fucked. It used up. to be all night. This country is so fucked up. We have to go to Wendy's or what? Burger King. Blah. 
Ugh. and get a Whopper at three in the morning. That fucked me. You could up do that. So bad. Yeah, that's our only choice. When we had went hunting that one time, it, that was our only choice. You really? That was probably the burger that was cooked at like nine p.m. God damn it! It was disgusting, dude. It was under the heat lamp for six hours. It I paid so for it at that time. It did taste really good because I was starving, yeah. and we needed we needed the carbs because we were dying. Did we really end the episode? No. Unless you got something else you want to say. No. No. Yeah. So, if you like these stories, or maybe you you didn't like it at all, maybe check out our real stuff at Stuck in This Purgatory. Give our links a nice little check on Instagram at Stuck in This Purgatory on our link tree, and uh, go support us any way possible. Thank you guys for putting up with the bullshit of some of our episodes. We like to have fun here, but seriously, we thank you guys. From the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate you, and we are thankful for you guys. We're thankful for you our family, our friends, your family, and your friends. So make sure to make it a happy, holly jolly end of the year for everybody. Yeah, maybe go see Yorkshire. Oh, he said it right. Yorkshire. He said Yorkshire. Oh, fuck. I'm so so lost at this rate. I'm pretty sure it's Yorkshire. Back me up, Oscar. Have we heard from Oscar? Possibly, I haven't checked. Oh, he probably thinks that we don't love him anymore. Well, we had to take a little break. We had to take a little mental health break and a little sickness break, and now we're back. No, everybody needs a break. Guess where we're back at? Black. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Is that what you're trying to say? Guess where we're stuck back at? Oh, yeah. You know what? We're we're all here. I love you, but we're all here stuck in this purgatory. We never left. We never fucking left.